Hello, uh, what? What do I say here? Welcome to Canon. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Ah! <laughs> I'm so distracted by this thing. I'm Paul, by the way. This is just us listening to the whole thing, right? Uh... This is the whole song. I gotta at least wait for him to say. I think this is like the extended version too, so it might take oh, a little God. while. Oh, God. We're gonna get a copyright strike or something. Thirty-five minutes. Yeah, people are really worried about nerd cannon. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hear the story oh, oh, though. No. Just start talking. I'll fade it out. All right. Just start. You can't concentrate, can you? You just have to listen. Pop culture cornerstone from their childhood and decide if they're good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. <laughs> You got the fucking karaoke version. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the karaoke version. They're going to sing eventually. Come on. Yeah, that's true. I love oh, the whooshing. I like the whoosh. Yep, yep. See? <laughs> you just got a vibe, Beth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're not. We're going to shut that off because they're never going to sing. We can just sing it. I feel like mm-hmm. we can just do it. Is that your bad synopsis? <laughs> no, it's not my bad synopsis. Is that what we're ready for you? Okay. A boy. Fleeing from the difficulties of his real life, discovers the wonder of a. Fa- oh my God! They're killing the horse. The horse fucking dies. Oh my God! It's taking this mop. They kill the horse. Emotional damage. I'm getting yelled at. I can't. I can't scream anymore. Oh, that was the worst. Okay, emotional damage. All right. Yeah, that's fucking right. We're talking about the never-ending story. Um, it was released on July twentieth, nineteen eighty-four. It was directed by Wolfgang Peterson, written by Wolfgang Peterson and Herman Weigel. It stars Noah Hathaway, Barrett Oliver, and Tammy Stronach. The Rotten Tomato score was 81% for both things. Yeah, okay. Besides the emotional damage of one particular scene, mm-hmm. tell us about. There's two, actually your two emotional damage scenes, but yeah. Okay, great. Uh, I love this movie. Okay. This is, cl- I don't know. What's, what's my story except that it's Yeah, amazing. what do you. I don't know. What do you remember? This is fantasy. This is like the end of the the meta of it. First, the kid reading the book about the story and then affecting the story. And then it's also, you're you're like, I was so down with that. It's the sweet spot, right? It's the absolute sweet spot. (laughs) It's just like, I mean, think of, um, I I don't think I put it quite like Princess Bride is like God tier memories, but the movie where you're reading a book, which is also the movie, right? Yeah, that's, that's I don't know. That's the sweet part. This kid going, I don't know. All of my memories are related to my notes. So maybe we can get there when we get there. But yeah, this is very much. I started watching this and I just right was like, this is like going home. I this my memories of this movie are intense. <laughs> I agree. No, I feel the same way. Like, and I used to like play pretend to this. Like mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. the. Held, like wondrous, like I was a true, like yeah. So like a hundred percent. Um, I yeah. remember every bit of this. I will also say this is a real fucking weird thing. When I go like get a massage or I try to do shavasana at the end of yoga, and you're supposed to like clear your mind and relax. Like I am incapable of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm incapable okay. of not thinking nervous, crazy person thoughts. Yeah. And right there. so okay. what I do in those moments is I ride on failcore. Nice. <laughs> I am. This is not a joke. Uh, this is a hundred percent a real thing that I do. I try super hard not to like. If I'm getting a mess, which I don't do often, but if I'm trying to be relaxed and not be panicked and not panicked, but just have my mind wander to like, oh, after this massage, I have to go do the fucking. Yes, I do, and I fucking <laughs> I imagine it and I ride, and that's like my calming like thought that I do. Nice. So that's weird and that's also cool. True. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I love that. So, yeah, no, that's a real thing. So give it a try. Listen, give it a try. I'm not saying it's going to stop a panic attack, but if you're trying to be calm and not think irritating thoughts when you're trying to, like, do your downward dogs, uh, give it a try. Nice. Okay, two trivia isn't a lie. Yeah, okay. Yeah, ready? So the original Orin necklace now resides in a glass case at Steven Spielberg's house. Oh. Noah Hathaway, who played Atreyu, broke his back in pre-production when he was thrown by a horse. Barrett Oliver, who is Bastion, lost his two front teeth before filming and is wearing false teeth. Wow. Okay. I don't know any of these. That's the idea. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
<laughs> so I have really no basis to go on any of this. I'm gonna say that's not where the, that 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 Steven Spielberg does not have the Orin. That's my final answer for no every. I have no reason. Right. Um, you're wrong. Okay. Uh, so he helped with some editing and some like pacing suggestions okay. along the way, and as a great thank you for these great like. Um, so the English version, the like Americanized English version is uh, seven minutes shorter than the German version, the original German version, because hmm. of some of the pacing suggestions and the cutting it for like whatever. So they were very thankful to Steven Spielberg for that, even though he's not like a producer or he didn't right. write it or yeah. anything. Um, and so, yeah, they gave him the Orin and it he still nice. has it. Yeah. Why would you give that up? Oh, my God. No, no way. And I <laughs> went down a whole ass rabbit hole about Orin tattoos mm-hmm. and there's another fun fact that Noah Hathaway is now a tattoo artist and has tattooed tons of Orins. Anyway. I knew that. I did yeah. know that. So he did. He fucking broke his back. He broke his back right before production um, on the horse. It like not only threw him, but it like fucking like pounded him and he was like in traction and shit. And so, but that wasn't, the only thing like he is lucky he survived because also he where's my other fact he got like he almost lost an eye to the gmork robot and additionally almost drowned in the swamp of sadness oh my god (laughs) so it was a real rough shoot for him Mm -hmm. um it was supposed to be like three months and it ended up taking almost a year but i didn't tell you the the false one is the last one. Oh. So it wasn't Bastion that lost his two front teeth. It was the, the childlike empress. <laughs> oh, okay. So she lost her two front teeth. Like she got the job, lost her teeth. Because usually if one goes, another one goes. My kid lost both of her fronts at the same time. And they gave her fake ones, which you totally can't tell. I feel like they look really natural. But when they put them in her face, she was lisping and she was like, it was very weird for her. So mm-hmm. she had to like learn how to like talk with them in. I have more fun facts. Go. This is based on the 1979 book by Michael Enda. Did you ever read that? I did not. And I I I know about it and I'm pretty sure he didn't like the movie, right? That's he one of the like hated it. Yeah. So I kind of wonder. I've never picked it up and tried to he read is it. He's not into it. Um he like sued um and he's super mad about it. Um yeah. in fact, it's still so tied up in litigation that it will probably never be remade, which I think is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his thing that I specifically read that he was pissed about, we will get to later because I had my own notes about that. Oh, I don't know what he was specifically pissed about. Oh, well, he was pissed about all of it, but I got I got some notes. Anyway, okay. um, more stuff. At the time of the release, it was the most expensive film produced outside of the United States or the Soviet Union. Um, I am going to Germany. Uh, you can come with me if you'd like because we can ride on Falkor's back. It is on location at the Bavaria really? Film Park in Munich. Oh, the yeah. original, like, mm-hmm. or yeah. like a remake? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it looks kind of scary um, now, but you know, <laughs> but uh, but I, mm-hmm. you know, as I said, this is an important thing for me. So I would mm-hmm. really the amount of times that I've gone down like an Etsy wormhole trying to buy. You would think you would be able to just Google and buy a plush Philcor mm-hmm. for like twenty bucks. And it's like not a thing, but mm. bitches on Etsy make them like from scratch, and they're like a hundred dollars. And I'm just saying, I've gone down that route. You could. Make I one. mean, that's really generous of you, but <laughs> I feel like I'm not there yet. Anyway, film only covers the first half of the book. There are two sequels. Did you know that? I didn't know that at all. Yes, I did know that. Okay, but I don't so, think they are as good. Well, no, I'm sure they're not, and you know they're not because these people aren't in them. Um, there's two sequels. The second follows the second half of the book and the third is an original plot. Um, there are two different scores. So there's a German score, uh, by German jazz group Passport. And then this theme song of the English version, which we loved so much, is composed by Giorgio Moror, uh, with lyrics by Ken Forsey. Yeah, I said it like that because everyone said it like that in all of the shit that I watched. I was like, okay. He thinks he's fancy. Mm-hmm. And then Christopher Limal. Uh, yeah, that's Hamill, who I think gets the credit. Like when you it let, is when Limal. You yeah, because yeah, I, yeah. yes. The metalcore band Atreyu took their name from the character. And Korn has an album called The Nothing, which is directly named for the reference to The Nothing in the film. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I didn't know uh, that. According to the book, okay. 
I don't know if we want to get there when we get there, but let's talk about the name at the end. Do you want to wait until the end? Or... Yeah, let's wait till the end. Let's okay. wait till the end. The makeup team on the movie tried to paint Noah Hathaway green because in the book, Atreyu is part of a green people mm-hmm. um, who have leaf-like skin, but it did not work. And he said he looked like fungi. So they did not <laughs> keep that. <laughs> That's too bad. I yeah. wish he was more alien. Yes. Something. Um, yeah. More and then fantasy. Atreyu is an ancient word, which means bold guardian. So I thought that an was... An ancient cool. word just from the ancient I mean, peoples. listen, I don't fucking know. <laughs> so, my first quote, all caps, is I fucking love this song! This song. The, I just, yes. I love I the extra si- syllable and story that just makes the story. song. Story! Yep. <laughs> um, ha. Oh, that mm-hmm. chick, I don't know why it's so good. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember distinctly a time working at my very first crappy job. Um, I worked at a Ponderosa. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. And I remember this song came on on the music one night. And we, I like literally all of us, we were all a bunch of dumb high school kids. I think we stopped and had like a whole ass fucking sing along in the fucking <laughs> dish room. The little dishwasher, sponge dishwasher kids were going, oh in the background like it was a whole thing it was nice. a delight i feel like this song speaks to people of a certain mm-hmm. generation mm-hmm. and it, yes and then i wrote oh credits poor paul okay i wrote i have a note about this i am not even mad at the credits because of this you like the song so much because the song is good enough that i don't care that they're not content and that the shitty stupid names on a right. screen um, i don't care i'm just into the song yeah, my note my note here is I realize I love the song so much that it's my main thing about the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Um, and then we go to Bastion and mm-hmm. his house. Okay, I'm just gonna get this off my chest right now. I think this kid is fucking annoying as hell. Really, I, I like him. Oh, have... I like him. No, I feel like I knew this was an unpopular opinion and that it's uncharitable. <laughs> and I have always felt this way. Mm. I've always felt this way. I feel like why? It's over... Let's unpack I, that. Overacting. Oh, just okay. That, not... He's overacting by the. Yes, I I will agree with the overacting. Thing, I just that, have always yes. felt like he's a little he's weenie. Like Ten. Listen, I'm I'm agreeing with you that I'm being a bitch here. <laughs> And I'm normally much more charitable, especially to children. But I, for something about, because I remember watching it at that age, and I was, I think, especially contrasted to what a crush my You're child just jealous. had on a Treyu, that it just was like no, yeah, see, it's no jealousy. contest for me. That's just jealous. Of what? If you want to be him, you want to be Bastion. No, I want to be the childlike empress. Have you met me? I'm way too extra for that. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) but I just, I've always felt that way and I feel kind of bad about it. So I just need to say that I find him really annoying and I'm not going to try really hard not to harp on it because I don't. It doesn't like. I feel so bad for him. Don't you feel bad for him? Yes, I do. But also. You don't like the actor. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's another thing. When we show breakfast in a movie or TV show, we always put so much fucking food on the table. Who yeah, is eating? And true. then we eat like one bite of toast and then exactly. leave. Well, okay. Have you ever drunk an egg before raw? Ew. Uh, probably in like a cocktail. Oh, that's true. I think I have too. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's a good point. Oh, is that what the dad? The dad makes like a blended raw egg drink that he drinks for breakfast. That he doesn't even eat any of the stuff on the table. Right. But, that dad uh, seems super uptight and in my head he's British. And he's totally yeah, not. But he just seems that he's, must he's lost, right? Like the dad is clearly lost and doesn't know what to do about anything. He no, leaves his, he leaves I, his kid is, at school for a whole It, it honestly is very sympathetic, and that's why I feel bad that the kid annoys me so much. But I do it is very it's very sad. They're struggling. He's trying to have a talk with his kid. Right. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't relate to this kid at all. He probably wishes he played sports ball. Like he just doesn't <laughs> you know, but he, but I think he loves him and I think he like wants to do a good job, but he's having his own grief about the dead mom and it's like a whole right. thing. Right. Like I get it. And I do feel like that scene is like two minutes long and I really do feel like it sets it all up for like mm-hmm. I, yeah, I feel I just, like it I really so accomplishes its goal, like mm-hmm. in that moment. He just sort of he's ditches so, him, like, get yourself to school. Yeah, yeah. And he's too little for that. And, like, you know, he's like, 
you know, you're drawing horses and he's so mad. Oh, they were unicorns. Oh my Dad. God. Like I forgot that this kid is already obsessed with the horse and the unicorn thing. That just sets up the rest of this. Oh, right. God. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I met, you know, get your head out of the clouds. And I'm like, fuck this guy. Stop facing your problems. I, yes. Nice no, talk, this asshole. is a PSA. Like, I have not... a PSA. Nerd oh, can right, yeah. PSA. What? Don't tell kids to stop daydreaming. What the fuck is oh wrong God. with you? 100%. Yes. No. Kids and everybody, you're, you should Everyone. be daydreaming. Yes. 100%. All of you. Yes. We would all be better off if we were daydreaming about fucking unicorns. Like 100% uh, we would. I don't know. Phrasing on that one is okay, maybe a little bit. Okay, my phrasing was not good. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. About But But unicorns. I agree with the sentiment. Yeah. <laughs> don't get, don't tell kids to stop daydreaming. We're riding on Philcourt, as it yes. were. Yes. Yes. 100%. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. We all could use some magic in our lives. And this guy is goddamn yes. joyless, joyless mustache. So... <laughs> It's just that's a new insult. Yep. I'm gonna call people now. Um okay. so then we go, okay, but like does he have like a school briefcase? Like he's not he, he does not have a backpack. He does. That's okay. unfortunate. That's his dad's fault. It a hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. That's his dad's okay. fault. Here, I bought you this briefcase for school and your Jesus, school things. <laughs> keep your things. Um so the three bullies. Oh, one of them calls him a mama's boy. That makes me want to punch those children. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Man, I, why are bullies in these movies? They're so bad. And they fucking like really like they woke up that day and chose violence. Like they're trying mm-hmm. to put him in the fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. He gets out. And they're like, get back in the garbage. We were they camping into, here waiting for they you. They bump into a guy <laughs> and it makes him drop his milk and it I shatters saw that. Yes, ground. I saw that. I saw that. That was the first. This is the first watch I saw the shattered milk. Yeah. So they and then when he comes out, he has like paper shredding in his hair. And I always. Like, is it paper shredding or is it like it's spaghetti? Something. It's I, but it's like it really is paper, whether it's supposed to be well, okay, or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um anyway, and then yeah, so then he goes into the the bookstore with our creepy, you know, our creepy tropey guy. Let's I'm gonna say it. this. That guy's name, I looked him up. His name is Thomas Hill, the creepy uh-huh. uh bookstore owner. He that's a bad casting. That could have been such a good role as like the guy who sort of, oh no, this isn't for you. Wink, wink. Here's right, I'm gonna leave right, it on right. the table for you to steal. That could have been such a cool, like old, I don't know, mentory wise yeah. person role. And because they cast Thomas a... Hill, who looks like he rolled out of bed that smart that, that morning. It was just like, oh, I guess yeah. I'll go he act. Was... Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't. That's a bad like, casting. That's like a tropey cool little part i agree with yes. you like it could yeah. have been it could have been way cooler the, the sort of um, magical old sort of like a weird like, olivander from harry potter vibe yeah, like it yeah, could yeah. have been definitely definitely done better and i'm like, like he guessing. and this kid is dumb for not realizing because i feel like it is super like he didn't need to say any of this <laughs> like and then yeah. he's like oh i guess let's do this book yeah yeah, yeah. um and then the title watch because we see the book with the with the thing, um, uh, yeah. and he's like, yeah. So he that kid straight up steals that fucking book. He which, does. Like, he he's leaves obviously a note. meant to. He's obviously meant to, he's and he totally to. plans to come back. But like, he doesn't know he's meant to. He really right. is like, oh, I'll bring it back. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, it's always much bigger than I than I remember. Oh, like he yeah, puts that thing too. under his shirt, and it's like his whole torso. It is looks that like book. one of those giant dictionaries that we still have in our <laughs> yes, libraries for yes. some reason. Yeah, um, oh, I'll send you a dictionary. I'm gonna send you a dictionary in the mail. Please don't. I'm actually fine. Mm-hmm. I'm all set. <laughs> Interrupt <laughs> me. I have to get a box though. It won't fit. In listeners, the bag. Paul occasionally sends me some hideous and heinous bullshit in interoffice <laughs> mail. Sometimes with confetti, like in the dumpster. Uh huh. One time with lots oh, of plastic glitter. Metal. I haven't done glitter. Oh, good. I send him candy, I want you to know. <laughs> I send him prizes and candy. He sends me bullshit. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, then we go to the empty hall in the classroom. And, like, this is not realistic at all that you would, as a child, be able to walk in late to a school wandering, right. peek in a room, and then I fucking. I maybe in the 80s, though. Yeah. Like, you're right. No one watched anybody in the 80s. They, they weren't looking up your name in the system, like. So, What's my attendance say? 
I wrote added key. Fuck you. No way. <laughs> this is the, this is my favorite part. Look, listen. No, this is, I, speaks listen. very much to my desire of like secret passages and hidden places, and the fact that this kid could sneak into the attic. I would spend yes. every single day I, in this crazy attic of the school. <laughs> Paul, I wrote this 12 times. I was like, I would have loved, I would love to skip school and read in a cozy little nest in a dusty uh-huh. room that you uh-huh. built, like, oh my God, away from everybody. Like, and let me tell you, I have less stamina now because I'm so goddamn tired all the time, but I yeah. could absolutely read for 12 hours oh, yeah. when oh, I yeah. was this kid's age. Yep. I read entire huge ass novels when I was supposed to be outside playing on summer break, <laughs> just mm-hmm. all day. This is exactly the kid that probably both of us were. Like, yep. Yep. So, absolutely, like, incredible. I want that to be my life. I would also <laughs> like. I want that. Have I ever told you this before? But I, um, but I was the kid who we would go to family events. Like, I had a big my my mom's side of the family. I have a ton of cousins, aunts and uncles, and it's a very large uh, side of the family. So, and I was the second youngest cousin. Okay, so there were a lot of weddings and events like of my older cousins that we would go to and we were like always christmas and stuff and and have giant family gatherings we rent a hall for family gatherings uh with the side of the family and i was the kid who would bring along my book and i would my parents would force me to go in hug and kiss say hi i would go back out to the car in the dead of winter and read for six hours in the car because i did not i was that introverted i did not want to hang out with anybody i just was like i i don't want to have this gathering i don't want to have my a parents party. would have I just, never let oh, me man. do that well i got in trouble for it a lot like i was like scolded a lot for it but that was absolutely right i'm gonna go back out of the car and sit in the cold for six hours at this wedding and and just read my book with my oh. little reading light at the yeah. dark in the dark yeah i yeah. mean all i did was read as a child so yes absolutely yep and if I got like when I would get like a book as a gift, like on Christmas, I would as soon as I was allowed oh, to stop yeah, yeah, like, yeah. entertaining, I would sit and just yep. read like all the rest of the night. Yep. 100%. Um hundred percent. Absolutely. So yeah, we're this fucking kid. We have um, told Silas that it's a he he is free to on Friday nights, because there's no school the next day, he can stay up as late as he wants if he's reading. He has a yeah. free pass. Absolutely. There's like, no bedtime if you're reading. I agree. That's a pretty solid life rule. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So then we get into our first little glimpse at the never ending story world. Um, the guy who rides on the racing snail, mm-hmm. the character's name. Uh-oh. Is teeny- Please don't it's, destroy. It's, it's Teeny Weenie. <laughs> okay, good. That was better than I thought it was going to be. And the actor is Deep Roy, who's in a lot of other things. <laughs> Teeny weeny. It's teeny weeny. Teeny weeny. All right, cool. Uh-huh. So you just, you put it in your pocket. You do mm-hmm. with it what you like. Yep. Teeny weeny. Yep. I like the racing snail. I love the racing snail. Snails I like are, it a yeah, lot. I feel like one of the sequels has a racing snail. All I also right. like how the night hob and everyone else always calls it a stupid bat. Yeah. Really <laughs> stupid, bat. stupid bat. I love bats. Even the rock biters so like the stupid the, bat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stupid bat. <laughs> <laughs> so funny to me because yep. i just i don't know I like, okay. I like the rock biter scooter i think that thing's yeah cool. it's rad okay i'm gonna i don't know if this is gonna be a popular opinion or not why do the rocks look so yummy when the rock biter <laughs> <laughs> i don't know and but... then it's like like it's they're fucking crumbly like when my toddler eats a ritz cracker they're like right. yes. <laughs> everywhere yep. all over the fucking place murdering people I just something about it, man. He's so into it, and it's so like crumb. It just seems very mm-hmm. appealing to me. Mm-hmm. I've never wanted to eat a rock any other time, but <laughs> watching him eat it is he's really into it. And then comes the nothing. Dun dun dun. Yep. Oh, but then we go and we get to see the ivory tower and the music. <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. god. So listen, we've already talked eight a lot, and we'll probably talk more about how good the fucking theme song is. But like the soundtrack. So mm-hmm. the whole goddamn thing is incredible. Mm-hmm. And the ivory tower, for some reason, is not the thing I was thinking of. I, I, it just wasn't something that I was, like, remembering as being, like, really big deal to me in my head. And then when they showed it and the music played, I was like, oh, my God. See, I like the ivory tower because 
we first go there and it's like i think we first see it's like supposed to be the view of the night hub and his stupid bat through the little like window things and i i feel like i paused that scene specifically a bunch of times you know when you're watching on a vcr and you pause it and it's still got like the lines and shitty quality through it you can't like pause it on a crystal clear thing so it's like you kind of have to like go back and forth and try and Mm -hmm. like fast forward and and rewind is terrible it's like the tracking is awful i so badly wanted to see and i loved all the character designs of oh, the absolutely. people i mean the, the the peoples that are at that sort of yes. first gathering yes. of the ivory tower because they made like a really solid effort to make it not just a bunch of humans with and like stupid ears and some like ridges on their forehead yes. yeah it's like there's all I, – I try to write down a bunch of them this time. So oh, I wrote down – there's the huge head people. There's elephant yep. people. There's three face people. There's two face people. Yes, there's two there's, different kinds of lots of yep, faces. There's a bird beak person thing yep. with a long neck. There's a mushroom person. There's a thing with a face that looks – or a head that looks like kind of shiny bubbles, I think. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, yeah, gold yeah. pointy-headed people. There's a three-headed monkey bird. There's a three-headed chimera black thing with like a goat. And horns. I just love the fact that they went to all that trouble for what are essentially throwaway characters. Like they're in the Absolutely. movie for two minutes. Those people stand in a makeup chair for like 12 hours so that right. they could not even have lines. Like- and it was, I think that part of the theme of this movie for me is how much trouble they went to to make it feel like a fantasy world that is not our world right and like it's real like it yes feels, it's real it feels real that's yes to this day it still feels real yes yes and like when that guy comes out the big tall black guy with the white hair comes out and he wants right. to tell us what's going on you're like oh shit everybody quit shut up shut up right like, right, right, right and then he's not know. that good at delivering bad news though no he's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so. no. I I just love that whole scene because of it. I, that I don't know. That speaks to me. That fantasy world sort of. It's not just our world with some face paint and funky. I ears. agree. Like I agree, and I was watching it too, feeling the same way. I was like, they really did the shit out of it. Yeah, and even just the way they talk about it, you get the sense of a whole deep like geography and yeah, world yeah absolutely like, yes. There's just yes. a sense of like you can understand the la- like because that's the cool thing, right? When you read a fantasy series, you get the map and the end papers. Uh-huh. And you get to, like, oh man, the maps! That's probably why I love maps. And you get get to like see you know in your head, you think about all the different races and the politics and the all like you get that flavor. Mm-hmm. Just from the way that they talk and just like short little sentences, you get that. I just, I don't know. It really, really accomplishes its goal in that moment. When, he, when that guy says his name is a Atreyu, and then we cut back to Bastion for a second, yeah. and he's like, oh, it's a Atreyu. Like, that's that same, I could feel that. Like, I, yeah. that realization when you're reading this book, you're super into the world, you're super into something, and you have this just like, it hits you of this book that you're reading is like you're into it as a real world. That, yeah. Yeah. And you already know that it's going to like profoundly yeah. like affect you. Yeah. And so then, yeah. So Atreyu and then the shows Orin. up. Yeah. And then the Orin. So cool. Um, I uh, was. Beth, wait, wait, uh, wait. Let's back uh, up to the point where you oh. said I send you bullshit through interoffice mail. Oh, but you did send me the never ending story book. <laughs> 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 and you sent That's me just... the the handbook for the recently deceased so i, did. I take that back but mm-hmm. you have also sent, me- sent beth and Oren through interoffice mail on oh, the never ending storybook so. you did i sent you a woodburn psyduck <laughs> so <laughs> i feel like uh-huh. uh-huh join our patreon and we'll send you dumb shit i'm lying uh-huh. but maybe i'm not <laughs> um, yeah maybe not yeah so listen, I whatever. How the hell old were we when we watched this? Little kid me yeah. was very appropriately because we were the same age. Absolutely in love with Atreyu. Atreyu, mm-hmm. just forever. I mean, also the childlike empress, but I also wanted to be her. So that's a confusing gay person thing. But like, I absolutely loved him. Like I. You know, he's got that main character energy, so perfect, and he's so mm-hmm. cute, and he's got that voice, and the I just perfect hair. Oh, it's perfect. It is um, perfect. Also has perfect hair. Uh, which I flip is, my hair. Yeah, I'm getting kind of hair. into 
I'm getting past the Treyu length and more into like bad, like bad metal band length. That's I feel like where I'm at right now. Oh, um, I don't think it's bad. (laughs) 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 There's a good descriptor though. (laughs) I think I think the contrast of how into a Treyu I was as a kid contributed to my being annoyed with the acting quality of Bastion. I think Mm, that might have been part mm -hmm. of it. But anyway. He's got to go on a quest. He's got to go on a, on a quest yep. to, to cure the, to save the whole world. One kid. We're going to put one, one kid. kid on it. We're not even going to send a couple Nelwyn friends to go. We're just going to send one kid. <laughs> right. I like the fact that they had that conversation. Like, he's like, hey, we, we're asking for a warrior. You're just a little shithead. And he's like, no, I'm a Atreyu. He's like, no, not the kid Atreyu. The warrior Atreyu. He's like, that's me. And I like yeah. the fact that we're putting that the that kids can do stuff. Like, let kids I really stuff. like that too. He's like, no, that is, I am the one. Right. Um, but then he says, no, no one can give you advice except this. <laughs> you must go alone. You must not take weapons. It will be right. dangerous. Can you succeed? Dunno. And I'm going, none of that is advice. <laughs> right. None of that is advice. Like, is Who made any... these rules up? Who right. made these rules? Who, who said you can't take, take weapons? <laughs> You're going to be hunted down by the Gamork. The Gamork is coming. We're going to show you his green, terrifying eyes, but uh, you can't take any weapons alone. Please, they're going to stop you from taking a fucking spear? Yeah. Fucking bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Utterly destroyed. No pressure! (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, this is where we get the Orin. And then I wrote that would be a cool tattoo, and then that took me down a whole rabbit hole. Then we get a split. Yeah, we get to see Gamork for the first time. I like in this movie and... I, there has to be a genre somewhere. I bet I could look it up and I haven't and I should have, which is like genres. The genre is movies where they're also reading a book of the movie in the movie, like Princess Bride, right? Um, oh, yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. I like how we cut back to Bastion and it's very clear he's reading the book. But he's also he isn't just reading the dialogue of the movie, but he's getting the description. Like you get the sense that right, he's right. getting both of those. No, things. It's I, a I thought great it was well idea. done. And then he eats. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then oh no, <laughs> then it cuts back to the fucking swamps, and you're just like no. Okay, but before that, we do have a very peaceful moment with Artax and uh, Atreyu, and they're. By the river from legend. Oh, yeah, very pretty. Yes, it's the river from legend. There's slightly less shit like floating in the air. Yes, true. Yeah, that's very true. But but you're is. absolutely right. It looks just like the fucking river from legend. Yep. And then we go to the swamp and we visit the broken More dreams love. and yeah. therapy bills. So uh, we don't need to like, talk about it. Um, that emotionally damaged a generation of human beings. Yes. It was rough to watch now. Like, I watching it now, I was like, you did. Oh, man. I tried to tough it out, but it was. No. It's hard. Holy crap. Yeah, it's bad. You did skip. Wait, you skipped. They ride through. They have a whole riding montage. Oh, no, no. I just literally just skipped listening to him cry for him. I I, couldn't. No, before they get to the swamp, they have a riding. After the river, they have a riding montage. Yeah, I saw the riding montage. And the crystal fields, they ride through this place. And it's, again, yes. where they tried to make it look like this is not just Earth. There's this weird, wacky environment with crystals and stuff. And All I don't of know, this I, cool yeah. imagination. And, and, then and we you go really to did feel swamp. like. Yeah, you really did feel like, and they say all these different names of places that you can immediately like imagine. Like, it mm-hmm. just is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a nightmare. I hate it. <laughs> it is a nightmare. It took, oh. like, months and months for them to film this poor kid talking to this turtle. And he. Oh man, you're had... really gonna sw- skip over the. the... Oh yeah, yeah. Oh you shit. Okay. No, go ahead. <laughs> I have lots of notes about it. I just okay. was writing. Oh my god, like I, the the face of the horse. It like it stops on. The, it's just looking at it's you. Sad. Like it's so sad. And he go like Atreyu goes from, haha, this is funny to a thousand tears in like ten seconds. He does. He re- well because he knows. He knows. He knows. And it's because he's just, feeling it too, and he's fighting it so hard. But oh he's, god! And then we they showed like just there's literally just camera shots of here's the empty pool where, where Artax drowned. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like that's where he was. Like oh it my really, god! Like, and we have to address the fact that it, for a long time there was an urban legend about the fact that yeah. the horse actually died during yes. the filming of this movie, which didn't not help true. the fact right. that it's not true, right? But no, didn't it's not help true. the fact that 
when we didn't have internet to look things up like that, that shit was pervasive. I was like, right, oh, the right. horse died? Oh, my God. Now it's a thousand times worse. Yeah. Um, the whole thing therapy is sessions are just like, remember the horse from the running story? It is true. Okay, we can move on. Sorry. Yeah, thanks for uh, that. Um, <laughs> I think this movie holds uh, up pretty well so far. That's where I'm at. Oh, my God. Me too. And Morla. Mm-hmm. Like the face of Morla. Like, okay, but did they have to have little Atreus, like, shirt be so open and have him be so dreamy? Like, what was 11 year old me supposed to do? That's what I wrote here. Because they have a whole moment where he stands up and they, he like stands against a tree and they just show him for a yeah. couple minutes, just looking all heroic. And then, and then he gets. I like how he was really disgustingly dirty. He's so gross. Him, yeah. He gets so many boogers on him. But this poor kid had to act in this for like two months. It took forever to do this scene. Oh. And like he was just covered in this muck forever. I don't This kid deserves like a fucking purple heart for surviving <laughs> this movie. <laughs> Morla looks great. I love the facial expressions. I Actually, all the puppeteering I thought was. It really does hold up. And I, I've decided I'm going to start answering all questions with not that it matters. <laughs> But no. You have to say the thing we don't even what is it? What's the line? We don't even care we that we don't care <laughs> that we don't whether or not we do. Right, there you go. <laughs> that would be something. <laughs> <It's> ridiculous. <laughs> but he's so smart. He's so smart and so earnest and so sweet that even he's like, you do care, because if you didn't care, you could tell me. Yeah, all of that is good. Oh man, the fucking sneezes. It makes me, it makes my nose yeah. itch. Like it's yeah. And then he goes, ten thousand miles away, but that's so far. And like I put like little crying emoji. Like he's just so defeated in that moment. Like he just lost his best friend and now he's got tons of boogers on him. And now mm-hmm. like he's never gonna succeed. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like I've seen this movie so goddamn many times that I specifically even remember not just the lines, but like the exact intonation of how. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. So then we go back Are to Are you Bass. allergic to youth, Beth? I am allergic to youth. That's why. <laughs> okay. So Bastion's still in the attic. He's still reading. School's out. Bastion, you could take the book home and you right. could like eat cookies on your couch because I feel like your dad doesn't give a shit about you so I don't see why you couldn't. Well considering he's there for the rest of the movie yeah probably not. Also right. by the way when the bell rings this is not how schools work just no. a, fucking, like everybody it, walks out even out. the janitor oh, walks out with his broom <laughs> like well can take my broom home everybody <laughs> walk out <laughs> he bought that with his own money probably Holy that's shit. about how school budgets work but well that's true <laughs> So then, yeah, he turned the lights off on your way out. And then, like, he just, that's the end of that. And um, that's not, I wrote the same thing. I'm like, that's not how that fucking works. <laughs> and I, yeah. I do understand the cool ambiance that the attic is giving. Yes. Yes. But I also then, well, feel we, like. It, we're coming up to the, the wolf head falls down and then it blends perfectly into right, the Gamork and stuff. Right. Yeah. No, like, I yeah. mean, I get it. And it was movie-wise very good that he stays there. But, like. If I'm Bastion, I'm just going back home. Well, also, now I'm Bastion's dad, and I'm like, why are you not trying to figure out where your kid is? Right. My kid, one day this year, did not get off the bus. and Oh, man. They, That's... they Immediately, the bus driver was like, she's at school. She's safe. She just missed it. I'm going back to get her. We'll be back in 20 minutes. But, like, mm-hmm. even that moment was like a holy shit, who do I call moment. Right, right. And, yeah, his dad's, I don't know off doing business somewhere right. and uh, right. with his humorless mustache. <laughs> I was going to say with his business mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, he gets scared and he says, no, Trey wouldn't quit. Because I'm like, what's your plan here, bro? You're going to stay here all night? And, like, now you're, like, locked in, which I don't think is a yeah. real thing. But, yeah. like. Right. I also love the fact that Morla is just not good and not bad, but just this ancient creature who's, like, Cool. Something else will happen. I'm ready for this. I don't give a shit. And I it's, feel like it's that, like an a interesting. Yeah. We always we want to split things into this dichotomy all the time, and there's just this other motivation happening, right? Like well, sort of how the end are too, right? I right. mean, they have a sense of good, but they're also right. like, we're really old. We don't care. We're not rushing. Like we're right. going to do whatever. Right. I agree. I like that he's kind of ambiguous. He? You think Marla's a he? 
uh, it's a they, I would say. He's yeah. they're they're a they. Well, yeah. and he does refer to himself as multiple as we. Yeah, it's true. That's so true. His pronouns are we were. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Falcor, are you a Falcor yet? Oh, we're a Falcor. I'm a Falcor. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, Falcor saves him from the murder wolf. Mm-hmm. And after days and nights, and oh, I just love Falcor so much. <laughs> I love him so much. I want a stuffed. This is where I wrote about how badly I want a stuffed one. Okay, I'm gonna say this. There's he's a little creepy here. He's got a creepy line or two here, but I am willing to look past <laughs> it because of how much I love him. He says, "I like children to eat." <laughs> Yeah. He's electric again. I think maybe this effect is the worst in the movie. The effect of Falcor flying is the one that holds up the least from then to now. When the, they show the green screen, like the, yeah. when he's flying, when Atreyu or Bastion at the end is flying on Falcor and it's woo, yay. And that, but yeah. that green screen is maybe, like, I think it's probably the best they could possibly have done. It then. doesn't look terrible, but it's, it's not weird. terrible. It didn't hold it's, up it's great. It's not. You know, oh shit! What's the name of that movie with with Tim Curry? The Witch. Oh, fucking worst witch. <laughs> the worst witch. Yeah, We're not quite to the green screen level. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's that's not bad. Like this is the worst part of the the worst looking part of the movie. In my okay, opinion. well, the worst line is "You talked in your sleep, wink." Philcore. Uh, well, inappropriate. Okay. It's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> but he's so sweet. Never give up. Good luck will find you. I just whatever. And then what do you think what would you call these two people we meet? Gnomes. Angie Wook. Angie Wook yeah. and Urgle yeah. or whatever the, her name is. Angie Wook and Urgle. Urgle. Um, but he <laughs> I would call them gnomes. The wench, wench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has to hurt if it's to heal. Oh, are we talking about your dead mom or are we talking about okay? <laughs> Shut up. (laughs) Um, So then then we get to Titty Sphinx. Okay, this is the second most traumatizing part of the movie for me. Uh, I remember distinctly where I was when I saw this the first time, just like the horse. But this was when they blast the night. Oh, then. Yeah. And then Atreyu's down there, and he, like, sees the knight mm-hmm. on the ground all, like, destroyed and burned and stuff. Yeah, and, like, he that probably would have felt more confident if he didn't have to see that shit. I thought you the were going to sp- say that the nipples were traumatizing, because... I mean, maybe. Maybe that's they some deep-seated... They were very traumatizing <laughs> to Michael Enda, because yeah. that was the part he was the most mad about. Really? Was- yeah, was the Sphinx boobs. I mean, I listen. Come I don't, on, dude. I don't know the thing he was the most mad about, but that was the thing I read the most quotes of him being mad about was how. They are some busty Sphinxes. They are very busty, and I don't feel like it needed to have nipples like the fucking. Probably not. Like the bath suit had nipples. <laughs> like, I don't think it quite needed that. But yeah, no, that's terrifying. And they start to open because he's not, like, fuck right off. Like, I mean, this whole gay. episode could be a therapy session. Absolutely. <laughs> That's so scary. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's terrified. And then he just fucking hauls ass, which I love. Oh, yeah. Just run because Bastion tells him. And uh, so here's yeah. another question for you. Have you ever been so emotionally invested and angry is not the right word that you have thrown a book across the room? Yes. I was just yes. going to say. Me too. Yeah. Me 100%. too. And then I have a hundred percent thought about it and gone back and had to keep reading because I needed to know. Like he absolutely yeah, yeah. is. Yeah, that's a real thing. I've it's also just... like put the book down in anger and walked away and had to like be mad at it for two days before yeah. I could. Like, yeah, yeah. Keep... But I have <laughs> physically chucked a book. Absolutely, I have. Yeah. Yep. Yes, and I have probably yelled it, but I'm sure I've talked to them. I especially. Yep. Now, like, I listen to a lot of audiobooks, and occasionally something so preposterous will happen that I'll have to, like, talk back to it, like, in the car. <laughs> I, I the, do, like, he's so excited that uh, Urgel, <laughs> Angry Brook or whatever, is so excited he's running to tell Urgel, and she just goes, it's no excuse for you to fall out of the basket yeah. again. <laughs> Which I feel like is good. The blue sphinxes were also traumatizing. I feel Wait, like... but first we have sudden oh, okay. snow. Why is oh this, yeah, like, wait, sorry. I skipped the the mirror. We thing. have to look in the mirror of Arizad for a minute, yeah. but it's really Bastion. 
Oh right. God, the music is so good. It this is. is like the spooky, moody, like we're tension building music. And then it gets really like pent up as they're like looking at each other. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's so good. And then they're all like, oh, what happens? And then this is where Bastion chucks the book. This is going too far. <laughs> and then I wrote Candles in the School Attic. Okay, cool. <laughs> He's 100% going to burn the school down. But, 100%. You know. <laughs> that fucking old dusty pages flapping around. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I wrote, man, I want to read all day. So then now there's more the the blue, yeah. spook, blue spooky sphinxes. You would think, listeners, if you don't know what a librarian does all day, many people think we read all day. Right. And we wish that we read all day. has <laughs> absolutely never happened. <laughs> right. Once. like, <laughs> And not once. No. Um, occasionally I get to read for 10 minutes if I'm lucky. Right. <laughs> right. It's true. Spooky Sphinxes, Lady Voice. The blue ones are somehow more creepy. Like the, the yellow ones with the opening eyes freaked me out. And when they zapped the night. Because there was a time in my life if, where if an adult asked me, what do you want to be when you grow up? My answer was a knight in shining armor. Like that Obviously. was my answer. And right. the night being blasted like that freaked me the hell out. But then the blue Sphinxes are also freaky and he's well, there's always the shot of them looking apart. up yeah. and they're falling apart uh, yeah that's freaky. oh it's creepy the voice is creepy it's falling apart yeah 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 you know the empress needs a new name no one fan- from fantasia can give it yeah listen can nobody give this kid a fucking straight answer in this whole goddamn movie beyond the bounds of fantasia like eat a dick nobody can tell him anything don't take a weapon yeah I go beyond the bat, like fuck off, this poor kid. Yeah. He's trying so hard. So then he's writing Felcor to where? Question mark. Like he has no plan. Right. He doesn't decide right, right, this right. was Felcor. But then I'm like, yes, this is my dream. This part is my dream because then it goes to the montage of the scenery and the the music. Da, 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 mm-hmm. da. Oh, it's so good. I love it. I love all that. There's an Artex callback at this point. There's an Artex <laughs> callback. And then there's a uh, you know, foreshadowing from Bastion. What a shame they don't ask me. My mother had a mm-hmm. wonderful name. Side eye. <laughs> we'll we'll fucking side eye at Bastion. <laughs> so shit escalates rather quickly at this point. The nothing yeah. comes, the Oren's gone, Felcor and Atreyu are separated. Gamork fight. Well, we know we we first we have Rockbiter with his little friends. Oh gosh, I, what I, they look like look good, like strong, big, hands. strong hands. Oh my god, that's also just oh man. Oh, and he's that a is fucking something. rubber puppet. This is a rubber puppet. No, he's a real person. He has real feelings, <laughs> and he ate delicious rocks. And now his friends are dead, and he let them slip through his big strong hands. Yeah, yeah. I that is something that is. Absolutely stuck with me that yeah. reaction. I actually think of that. He says it twice, like at the beginning of the end of that conversation. He he's like, yes. "Look at my hands." Because he's just God. sitting there. He's just it's sitting wrecking. there thinking about that in perpetuity mm-hmm. until the fucking nothing gets him. Which he's like, "I'm just gonna let it yep. get me." Yep. Woof. Yeah. Ugh. The fucking man. Okay. So then he goes in, the nothing's coming, murder dog morgue fight. Why is it it's so a solid funny villain? Oh, I don't know. It's Why? a solid villain monologue. Or, yeah, no, I guess it it's is. not quite it a monologue, is. but like, yeah. It's a good conversation. It's the good, like, let us have a 10 minute talk before we do the fight. Because mm-hmm. um, we are adversaries. And then he tells him the thing that no one else would tell him all this time is fuck off, Fantasia has no boundaries. You ain't getting yep. anywhere. Yep. So to lose the nothing is to lose hope, forget dreams, the em- the emptiness that's left. Like, and I feel like that is a theme in a, a couple other things too. Like, clap if you believe. Like, save Tinkerbell. Mm. Like, yeah. you have to believe enough in the magic for the magic to have power. Right. And that's kind of a, a an enduring theme, I think. You know that if we don't continue, which is why that fucking no humor mustache is such a drag because he's telling yeah. his kid not to dream mm-hmm. i am a treyu and he kills the shit out of that murder dog with he like does. a shard of rock or whatever the hell the shot i thought the shots of everything being erased by the nothing that stuck with me i like those shots that where it's it i'm sure it's just like a tilted it must just be like a tilted thing right that he, yeah. they're falling down well done, but though. it looks good yeah and like then, it's blowing, you know, blowing away or whatever 
pulling away, you're seeing like all the different. I feel like the sky colors in this are very, very like notable. They change mm-hmm. like it's like red and then it's pink and then it's blue and it's green. Like this, the paintings that they are looking off into in the distance of the sky and the lighting of the sky is very like notable. And you see a lot of it mm-hmm. when like when he's writing Felgor and then now you're seeing the nothing come and then they're in space. And then they're in space. There's very little left except for the yeah, ivory so tower. Let, let the Oren guide you. And yes. they find just the ivory tower floating. And man, the fucking music, though, seriously, like, again, it swells here when yeah. we see it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, and the Empress. And so then we get to see the Empress. And she's so pretty and sweet and so sad. This is, okay, I want to contrast yeah, this with. Yeah, sad eyes. The, the Thomas Hill casting of the bookshop owner is the worst casting the Empress is the 100% best casting in this movie. She's perfect. She has the perfect, like, old smile. Yes, like, her she little does. smile that she's, like, yes. so knowing. It's I have so no like idea. Body. How old is she in um, this movie? I mean, but, like, 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 yeah. 100% perfect casting. She looks I just agree. absolutely perfect for this role. I completely agree. The, her Every bit of her delivery, she's so calm yes. and he's freaking out and yes. like it just is so and he's so exhausted atreyu's exhaustion in this moment he is such a good actor because like yeah. even back when he says like oh but it's so far like i feel exhausted as though i have been on this mm-hmm. journey with him i mean we have haha but like he you know he's like i lost my horse i went through the mud i with this and that and i did all this because you already knew what you needed mm-hmm. and i can't even He's like mm-hmm. so exhausted, like and tired, and it, and he doesn't understand, and she won't just say it. Like it's so good. Yeah. Well, yeah. and the meta of this movie is, I mean, one of those things that probably is a this is movie is probably a reason why I like that sort of meta idea in any media, like sure. not obviously any, but like the way that this, and I, maybe the author of the book deserves some credit for this idea of we're reading a book the kid in the movie is reading a book about the events and that's yeah. like the never-ending story right of us right. watching the and kid who's watching reading yeah and yeah, then, yeah yeah the whole thing so, and we're all believing in the story and right. we're making writing the story collectively and all of that and like you know i i the idea that he like had to go on this journey so that bastion could follow the journey and mm-hmm. become like involved enough to want to like break the fucking fourth wall of the book or whatever right. like right and others are sharing his story the boy from the bookstore they were with him when this and that blah blah and they're watching it now and here's the thing that annoys me in this end moment when she's yelling at him to give me a name and he's like you know, oh, I have to keep my feet in the ground. Okay, here's the thing. If you are the kind of kid that skips school all day to read in an attic, <laughs> and then the book starts talking to you, and yeah, they're like, hey, Bastion, save the day, you'd be like, her name's Jill. Let's yep. do this. Like, I'm like, you, how do I get into this book? Can I, do I put yes. it on like pants? Or like, is that I, I jump I in? Or? I in the entire world. <laughs> Fuck everybody. I'm out. I'm out. I'm <laughs> I have a home and children, and I would be like, bye! <laughs> like, without question. And he is like, oh, I don't know, I, don't should, I can't say the thing. I'm like, say it! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they like, have to force it, right? They have to I do that. It has to be know. Yeah. I know, but I hate it. So the name. You want to talk about oh, the name? Okay. Yeah. What does he say? He says Moonchild, supposedly. That's fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> This is okay, but this is the thing I would named Moonchild. No, there's not. Well, if it's like a '60s baby, no, twenty in the '80s. Nope. (sighs) Nope. (laughs) Sheila. (laughs) Sheila. No questions. Karen. Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) No, I agree with you. But also, as a kid, I never knew what he yelled. And it it wasn't until the internet. Fucking batshit. As a kid and as a grown up, yeah. that it is ambiguous. Right. It could be Sarah. Like, I don't care what right. it is. It right. Anne Marie. I don't give a shit. S- say what it is, though. The whole plot hinges on this and him <laughs> yelling and having this moment. And yep. then he just yells into the wind, and we don't get to yep. know what it is. And that makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't like that. I've always okay. thought that was bullshit. But then we go to in the beginning, it's always dark. And, you know, and then again, she's still just so pitch perfect. Like, yeah. you know, uh-huh. with the grain of sand. And and then his first wish is to ride Falcor. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I will say this, my least. You don't like the Moonchild thing. I'm okay with it, mostly. I don't, I don't like. I give a shit that the name is Moonchild. I well, just hated okay. that you don't get to like yeah. know it. I don't like that he goes and rides Falcor through the city and throws those bullies in the dumpster. Fucking love it. I love it. <laughs> I, they get I, the same shit no. in their hair. Like it's yes. so good. No, I don't like that. I don't like. Tell that. me why. I don't know. I just don't want him to take Falcor into the city. I don't. Falcor's not a bus, like. Dude, why are you riding Falco around in the city? Go, stand. has a mischievous streak, and I feel like he's into it. I okay. feel like also Falco offered to shit in the dumpster, but he's like, oh, I like too much. I don't need to. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> it's like the nothing never was, and then all yep. our friends were here. Uh, it's not enough. Our tech, no, it's not enough. It's no, not enough. It's really it does not. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw the like tearful reunion, it might have done a little healing. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And I want to see ba- like you know Bastion wants to hero worship and hang out with the Treyu. Like I want to watch them like I mm-hmm. want him to like teach him how to like hunt the purple buffalo or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's I would watch a second movie of that. <laughs> I would watch the second movie of the adventure of Bastion getting to go to all the cool places, and so that I could just see all the cool places. Like I mm-hmm. would like to do that. Let's go to Big Headland. Let's talk to those guys. <laughs> let's let's do what that. About, what about three face people? I'm gonna go chill with them for a little bit. How do they eat? What's the deal with the faces? What'd you just send me? Paul's sending me. Oh, I've seen it. You don't think I've seen the hundred and fifty dollar? <laughs> okay. This one is very fuzzy. The, now the I'm first just doing one I s- of first one you could—that's like a crocheted falcor or something. Or um... yeah, I could crochet this. I could absolutely do this. Yeah. That's not the what I want. The second one I, I want... sent you looks like an actual dog. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I want the one with like the sequiny scales on the back yeah. and the face, and I want possibly, you know, what it should be. Oh, you know what it should be is a neck warmer, and I could wear it around my neck, and it could be my watch dragon. <laughs> okay. You can buy Haku from Spirited Away or one that looks like him that's like a neck warmer, but I would really like, I would like a like a like a little Felcor friend. Mm. We'll get there. We'll get there. I'll figure it we out someday. Um, this is the best movie ever. The fucking song happens again at this <laughs> the point. The best and... movie ever. Well, okay, no, but it was really good. Fucking fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Turn around. You're like, okay. Like, <laughs> it's so good. Hey, Paul, is going to your cannon? Yeah. Okay. A hundred percent. However, I don't know when. And yeah. I have talked with my wife about like, hey, is it time? Can we show Never Ending Story? Or is this going to be super scarring forever because the horse dies and there's like, there's some heavy stuff in here, right? There's heavy uh, stuff. Let me ask you this about, <clears throat> I remember being really upset about this in later years upon rewatches. I don't think it bugged me as much when I was really little. I remember like being really upset like when Mufasa gets killed. And we watch that, <clears throat> and oh, we're okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not saying do it today, but... I mean, I thought about it. On this rewatch, I was like, maybe, maybe I could show this now. Maybe in a few years, I feel like. Yeah. It has there to be. I mean, it, it has to be in my yeah. canon. But, like, when? That's a good question. There's, there has to be, like, a sweet spot where it's going to be magical and not... Seven? Eight? Okay, I think it depends I'm on the there. kid, too. I'm there. Yeah, yeah you're there. Like, I want it to be magical and not just, oh, this is some old 80s puppet movie that I'm not really. <laughs> like, no, seriously. I right, feel like right. If I, if, if I took one of my students from school who's, say, 12, and they had never heard of this movie before, and I was like, hey, you should watch Never Ending Story. And then they went home, and they watched it. They'd be like, what the hell, man? This is a stupid movie. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. I think if you're a kid who likes fantasy stories, you're going to be into it. Yeah. I think it's forgiven for being, for feeling older because a lot of fantasy stories are set in different, you're kind of buying into setting it in a different thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's my that's my feeling on it. I agree. I'm not sure when is the right time, but definitely. I think soon. Yeah. I think soon for yeah. me. But we'll see. Yeah, I yeah. think you're getting there. Mm-hmm. Well, this was super fun to talk about. Yes. I would like to continue to sing the song with you for another hour. Um, so we're going to go do that. You can go and subscribe to our Patreon because it is great. Patreon.com slash NerdCanon. Thank you, Joe Costanza, for writing our theme song. Thank you all for listening. Find us online. We're at NerdCanon on all the things. We'll see you in two weeks. Paul, what's next? Alien. Alien. And aliens. And you want to oh, do the whole thing? Oh, we're going to do a Sure. We've never really done that. We haven't. We'll see. Alien. We'll just say alien. Paul Paul wants to get thirsty about Sigourney Weaver. (laughs) (laughs) So look forward to that. I mean, it's usually me. So look forward to that. And uh, all right. Until the next time. Yeah. Keep the nerd alive. Ladies, fuck off.